Since Sir Alex Ferguson's retirement, Manchester United have struggled to find a centre-forward with the ability and consistency to lead the line for an extended period of time. Robin Van Persie and Wayne Rooney played leading roles in United's 2012-13 Premier League title conquest, but both players found themselves on the physical decline after 2013. Zlatan Ibrahimovic and Romelu Lukaku have shown glimpses of their world-class ability, but they too were ousted after a short spell at Old Trafford. The Red Devils have endured a managerial merry-go-round since Ferguson's departure, with David Moyes, Louis van Gaal and Jose Mourinho, all desiring different types of strikers to suit their different systems. Current manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has settled on starting Anthony Marshall up front in his preferred 4-2-3-1 formation. The Frenchman was signed by Van Gaal as a 19-year-old from Monaco for an initial £36 million on deadline day in 2015, which made him the most expensive teenager at the time. The high price tag came with good reason as he was dubbed the next Thierry Henry, a moniker that he has yet to live up to. However in the 2019-20 season, the now 24-year-old demonstrated real versatility and has improved to a level such that he is now an integral member of the starting lineup. The French international is able to do many of the tasks required by a modern-day striker, the most important of which is his finishing ability. Marshall is a deadly finisher with his ball-striking technique similar to that of Lionel Messi, which helps him convert more difficult shots that many players are incapable of scoring. Since arriving at United, Marshall has outperformed his expected goals XG, every season, with the 2019-20 season, seeing the biggest overperformance to date. Marshall has the ability to strike the ball from distance with impressive accuracy on either foot. Most of his shots from range come from the left-hand side, as he loves to cut in from that side before shooting, a trademark finish for Marshall. Some of his finishes from inside the box, where he can either strike the ball powerfully or place it into the far corner. The quality of finishing on display and the diverse range of shots is what makes his finishing his strongest attribute. Not only is Marshall very good at scoring difficult shots, he is great at converting 1v1 opportunities, his speed and movement combined with United's attacking interplay gives him plenty of opportunities to face the goalkeeper alone, and more often than not, he puts these chances away. Marshall is able to convert these 1v1 situations. He has two ways of scoring, and those are to either shoot low into the bottom right corner or to chip it over the keeper. Both of these are very effective with the first being much simpler. Shooting to the right is a much more effective strategy than shooting to the left, as the ball curls away from the keeper and back into the goal, which makes it harder for the keeper and also limits the risk of missing the target. Going left would mean the shot is likely to go through the keeper and is also harder to keep on target as it curls away from goal. Marshall electing to chip the ball is also a smart option, even if it is harder to execute. Goalkeepers tend to go to the ground early to swoop the ball, which gives the attacker much more space to aim at. The Frenchman has mastered the chip finish in these situations because he waits for the keeper to go to ground before lifting the ball over. This requires great timing, which is why you see him attempt little chips, as the window is so small to get the ball over the goalkeeper. Ideally, you would like to see him include finishes to the bottom left, providing the angle is right, or aim higher on either side of the goal, so that he has a little bit more versatility in his 1v1 finishing. While he is already a strong finisher, he can and should make these adjustments in his game to give him a better repertoire in terms of his shooting. Another important attribute that Marshall possesses at a high level is his quality in dribbling. Having excelled on the wing, he is usually required to beat an opposition defender to either progress the play, create or score. This also helps him get out of opposition traps and double teams, which will help United, since it can give the team an added dimension in their attack. The underlying dribbling numbers from Marshall's 2019-20 Premier League campaign are fantastic, especially for a striker. 
he averaged 2.2 successful dribbles per game, which is in the 90th percentile, compared to strikers across Europe's top five leagues. He completed 61.5% of his total dribbles, with the common threshold of being an elite dribbler being over 60%. Marshall showcases excellent footwork and has a great ability to quickly shift his feet and his body in a horizontal direction to beat his man. He favors going to his right given that it is his stronger foot and that he likes to cut inside, but he's just as comfortable going to his left. His tight ball control helps him use skill moves to get past players or get through small gaps between a couple of defenders. However, his preferred way of beating his opposition is by faking a direction with his foot before gliding either direction to beat his man. Marshall's close control makes him difficult to tackle and a nuisance in the penalty box, and his size and sneaky strength compounds this issue for defenders. He uses his 5'11 frame very well when defenders try to tackle him, guarding the ball against physical defenders and keeping it glued to his feet. Marshall has a strong base which helps him back into a defender without getting out-muscled often, especially considering that he more often than not manages to beat his fullback. An attribute that Marshall has added to his overall game in recent years is his link-up and combination play. His ability to create chances for his teammates via his link-up play is demonstrated by his 2.91 shot creating actions per game, although this is a notable drop-off from the season prior, where he averaged 3.3 per game, albeit as a winger, rather than a center forward. With Solskjaer starting Marcus Rashford, Marshall and Mason Greenwood as his front three and Bruno Fernandes coming into the fray from January, United have enjoyed a flexible and fluid attack that is dependent on good combination play and movement. Whether that's playing one-twos with his teammates or holding the ball up before playing short passes to unrushing attackers. Marshall likes to combine with teammates all over the pitch, but mostly in the final third and on the left side, since he picks up that position more frequently. One trait that Marshall can and should add to his game in order to elevate his link-up play is a consistent first-touch pass. Thomas Muller has mastered this move and has helped transform Bayern's attack in the final third, although it's true that he enjoys more willing runners in attack, such as Serge Gnabry and Robert Lewandowski. There have been glimpses of this in Marshall's game with little flicks to find teammates, but given his great ball control, there is definitely an opportunity for him to diversify his skill set and become a more potent creator. Following the lockdown, Marshall has improved his defensive work rate, a part of his game that has been heavily criticized in the past. There can still be some improvements to be made in this department, but under Solskjaer, we have seen a more dedicated and persistent Marshall when it comes to pressing the opponent's build-up and winning the ball back. It should be noted that he only averages 3.7 successful pressures per game, which is quite poor and in fact, ranks in the 30th percentile against strikers in the top five leagues. However, this is mostly down to United's pressing structure, wherein which Marshall is usually outnumbered by opposition players, as they don't look to counter-press when losing the ball, and tend to retreat into a compact defensive mid-block. This is further demonstrated by their PPDA, or passes allowed per defensive action in the opposition half, ranking 6th best in the Premier League in the 2019-20 season, behind rivals Leicester City, Liverpool and Manchester City. It should be also noted that his successful pressures per game is an improvement from the year before, where he only managed 2.9 per game, although this is also due to his positional shift from a left winger to a center forward. Rashford's successful pressures dropped when he moved to the left wing, after playing the majority of minutes as a striker in the 2018-19 season, whereas the Frenchman's tally went up when he moved to the center forward position. One of the main areas that Marshall must improve upon is his positioning in the pitch, Marshall tends to pick up areas in and around the left half space and drift inwards. This creates an issue for United, given that Rashford also occupies a similar position, but he has done a great job of playing on the left touchline as an inverted winger. 
whilst Marshall has found a sweet spot in the left half spaces dating back to his time in Olympique Lyonnaise's academy as a winger, he needs to become more of a presence in the box in order to excel as the focal point of attack. If he doesn't improve in this area, him and Rashford will continue to clog each other's zones. Perhaps the biggest issue is that his positioning affects his shot quality and location. The strongest scoring chances come in central locations closer to the goal, but when you look at Marshall's shot map, the majority of his shots come from the left half space and aren't close enough on goal. This leads to Marshall having an XG per shot of 0.129, only enough to be in the 43rd percentile against strikers in Europe's top five leagues, and an overall 0.35 non-penalty XG per game, only enough to be in the 60th percentile. Not only that, sometimes he can find himself unable to lose markers in the box and then ends up ball-watching, which ultimately takes him out of the play. Instead, he should position himself on the last line of defenders and come back onside whenever the ball is played into a wide area. Another area in which Marshall can improve in is his running off the ball. It's certainly not an area of concern as he shows enough effective movement, but he needs to be a little smarter so that United can maximize their opportunities on attacks. There are times where he runs in behind or stretches the pitch and doesn't get found with a pass, with either teammates not opting to play the ball in behind, or the pass doesn't reach him. However, he doesn't nearly make these runs enough, which can be seen by the fact that he averages only 0.48 offsides per game. While offsides are obviously a negative, they do indicate whether a player prefers to play on the shoulder of defenders or prefers to receive the ball to feet. Players such as Jamie Vardy, Gabriel Jesus and Tammy Abraham all have higher offsides per 90 and are players who have better quality shots at better locations. This proves that Marshall needs to try and run off the shoulders of defenders in order to get higher quality of chances. He also needs to improve when it comes to using his movement to create better opportunities for himself or his teammates. Manchester United are blessed with two great young forwards in Marshall and Rashford, but it has been a big topic of discussion as to who should play in which position. Both players enjoyed their most productive seasons yet, in terms of his goals in a Premier League campaign, as they both hit 15-plus goals for the first time in their careers under Solskjaer. Marshall's skill set lends itself to being a striker, with his link-up and combination play being a key part of that. However, his excellent finishing does bring up some questions. Last season, Marshall scored 16 non-penalty goals, with his non-penalty XG being a 12.48 in total. He outperformed his XG by 1.28 times, an unsustainably high deviation from the mean. Only players like Lionel Messi can consistently outperform their XG at this rate, but his goalscoring numbers should merely take a small hit, given that Marshall is still an excellent finisher and a consistent XG overperformer. Another issue is the lack of shots Marshall attempts per game. Both Rashford and Greenwood attempt more shots, as Marshall is unable to muster over three shots per game, a lower tally than the likes of Tammy Abraham and Gabriel Jesus. Given that the Frenchman's non-penalty XG is also low, this is quite a worry. Combining Marshall's lack of good quality shots at poor shot locations and overperformance in finishing with a lack of an aerial presence and persisting issues surrounding his movement and positioning, there is credence to the idea of moving him back to the left-wing position. Furthermore, the 24-year-old loves to play in the left half space and drift inside, so a move back to his old position makes sense. With Alex Tells coming in and likely overlapping on the left-hand side, the left-wing position will now likely become an inside forward, as opposed to an inverted winger, where Rashford played last season. This is a role that Marshall would be extremely suited for, but the best option for now is to keep things as it is. Marshall's hold-up and link-up play is an asset that United required the striker position, and his efficient finishing helped them achieve a Champions League spot. Meanwhile, Rashford has shown improvement in his playmaking, and with Tells arriving, this is a partnership that could boost his output even more.
if Marshall can continue to score at a similar rate as he did last year despite the lack of great underlying statistics, the likelihood is that he will continue to play up front and excel at it. During his time in Manchester, Anthony Marshall has been an enigmatic talent, with plenty of staunch supporters and vocal critics. The French international still has tendencies to dip in and out of form like many players, but United also need to provide him with more chances in order for his goalscoring tally to improve. Marshall's excellent finishing, tricky dribbling and an overall impressive skill set has made him a dangerous player in the Premier League and one that Solskjaer heavily relies on. The Frenchman is still a few years away from reaching his prime and having reached his best goalscoring numbers under his Norwegian manager, he is well on his way to becoming the centre-forward that United have desperately needed since Sir Alex Ferguson's retirement. Remember to follow Golia by hitting the follow button and slapping a 5-star review on the show or tapping the love icon. Let's get to 1 million followers and tune in daily for new episodes.